Clickety clack, it's fucked. We're on the Beyond Jiu Jitsu podcast, episode number 76. My name's Adam Charles with Kieran Lefebvre. Intros are back to being good because I did it. Yeah. I'm going to have to censor that that F bomb, though. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. In the first, like, here's a like, little insider tip for the first, like, 60 seconds or so of a YouTube video or, like, any sort of. Um, uh, for podcasts, it's not so much, but depending on your uh, your advertisers, but you, advertisers don't like swearing in the first like sixty seconds. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. So you'll notice. My bad, my bad, bro. I didn't. Uh, know, I, I, I probably, didn't know. I probably won't even worry about it. But you'll notice that if you watch some like really big YouTubers, and you're like, why are they censoring swear words in the like start of the video, but not in the latter part of the video? That's why, because oh, they just need well, to get through like go. the the YouTube uh, filter for advertisers, so you can lose revenue if you have swearing in, in your video in the first part. If you have a, if you follow like a YouTuber that like drops C-bombs, it doesn't give a shit. Well, then they just take the hit on every video. So they don't right, care. Right, right. Yeah. Funny, oh, interesting. Fun fact. That's reminded me of um, when I was in high school, I was in uh, music class and one of the guys in the class was, you know, it was not an exam, but whatever that, it was a practical exam, I guess. Mm. So they had to perform a yeah. song and they were doing a song by God, what is what's the band called? Um, You're telling head, the story. Head, bro. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Kieran, jump in here. <laughs> cool. I think it's called um, uh, the band's called Head PE. Do you remember that band? No, man. Head, head PE. Never. God, hang on. It. Let me just quickly Google it to make sure I'm not making it up. Yeah, Head PE. H E D. Head. Yep. PE. Never heard of it. Anyway, like a Grunge rock, band? Yeah, heavy yeah. metal sort of, yeah, American rock band from Huntington Beach, California. Anyway, they were doing this song that um, had a, uh, anyway, had had fuck in it heaps. It had mm. one part of the song that was like, fuck one, fuck two, fuck three, something like nice. that. And the, the student had asked like, oh, because it's art, music, like yeah. am I allowed to do it? And the teacher was like, nah, you, you can't, yep. can't swear. Yep. And so he just performed the whole song I think it just like as is. And then afterwards was like, no, no, no. I was saying buck, buck one, buck two. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> what a legend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, in this episode, this is episode number 76. We're talking about the four best sweeps for white belts. Yeah. Well, four, four, four really good sweeps. Yeah. I don't, yeah. You didn't have yeah. the quite, same do, quite ring to it, do, right? The four, the four, the four moderately successful above average sweeps. Yeah. Yeah, no, the look, you know, the I guess the, the title can be super clickbaity, but mm. essentially I think it's it's for the fundamental beginner sweeps that you need to know. And I'll, I'll also talk about why I think they're important for you to know. But first of all, what is a sweep? Well, when you get a broom... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought about making a broom joke, yeah. but then I didn't. Because <laughs> it was so lame. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Do you remember the – did you ever used to watch Seinfeld? I've seen it. Yeah, it's a bit before your time, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. I was more like I mean, I think it's even before my time, I think. It was really. more like Friends era was really, really big. Friends was big when I was like super young. Yeah. Who would you be if you were in Friends? Um, I don't even know. Definitely not Ross. <laughs> Probably Monica. <laughs> or Rachel. I'm pretty hot. I don't know. I'd probably be Chandler for sure. I was thinking you're was, uh, more Phoebe. Oh, yeah. Phoebe. Pretty, She's pretty cool. Pretty stupid. Pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, anyway, I can't remember what I was going to. Oh, Seinfeld episode sweeping. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, four sweeps for white belts. Four sweeps. Yeah. So, well, actually, I will just go over what a sweep is because complete beginners, or not even complete beginners, sometimes yeah. people who don't know a lot about the rules might not know exactly what a sweep is because often in the beginning you're just think the understanding of, oh, you go from the bottom to the top, like, you know, you roll them over, that's a sweep. Where's uh-uh. your button for uh-uh. Oh, I wish. Dude, you could program that. I could. I think you I have got- four spare slots. We so, could have a uh-uh. So we've got the, the intro. <laughs> mm. Are the intro and outro the same? No. So we got the intro, we got the outro, we got the Tweety Birds. Yep. And what's the other one you got? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I could people submit their what the other four buttons? Could oh, be absolutely! With? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could have that. Could be a, a competition. <laughs> well, I think the Patreons get to choose one button for yeah. sure. Let, let's let's sort that out. Anyway, I would like if one of the Patreons were like, "Oh, you should record an audio bit that says like, you know, Joey's a dick." Click it, fuck. Yeah, click it, clack, it's fuck. Just spam it. You know, one that's like, fuck Eric. Or Just like, tape it. where's no gee rob? Yeah. Just tape <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so a, a sweep is that when you go from the bottom to the top, but it has to be from a guarded position. Mm. So if it doesn't involve any type of guard, in other words, your legs really, mm. it's not a sweep. So when you reverse someone from side control or mount. You don't get any points. That's not a point. That's a reversal. Why is that? Because it's very difficult to reverse someone from side control. I would argue it's harder than a sweep. But why is that? Well, it's because in the rule set of jiu-jitsu, you never get awarded for a defensive movement ever, right? You only get awarded for offensive movements. So it's to promote attacking, Mm. right, and not, not defending. Otherwise, people's games for competition could be revolved around getting purposely getting into a bad position and then reversing out. Yeah, which is not so, ideal, but it could be. Yeah, you know. So, so yeah, you never get awarded for a defensive movement. Okay, so a, a sweep needs to come from a guarded position. In saying that, there are times when a sweep would be awarded, as in scores you two points in a competition that you might not be aware are a sweep. So for example, if uh, if I'm playing guard, you're trying to pass and you decide to sit back on a footlock, yep. right? I knew that was the example. And I come up on top. Two points, bitch. Yeah, while, well, once I'm out of the submission, mm. right? So while I'm still in the footlock, defending the footlock, the points won't be awarded yet, right? Uh, until I succeed successfully defend the footlock, then I would be given two points. Even though I didn't sweep you, you sat back on a footlock and I came up, the rules dictate that would still be a sweep. We went from a guarded position, me being on the bottom to me being on top. Another example of that, of that sort of dynamic, it's not a sweep, but if you shoot a takedown, like a double leg on someone, they wrap the guillotine, you're only awarded the two points for the takedown after they... The, the submission attempt fails. That's right. That's right. Uh, and so so when you sit back on a submission as the person on top, so sitting back on a footlock or, you know, or diving on a Kimura or jumping on a guillotine or something, you better hope you get the submission. Otherwise, you just gave away two points. Yeah. Right. And of course, you know, maybe you're fighting in a rule set that doesn't have points. 
uh, it's a submission-only rule set, so then who cares? Or maybe you're down on points and there's 30 seconds left in the match, so you're kind of with this, well, it's submission or nothing mentality. You know, so that's okay. It doesn't really matter then. But otherwise, something worth keeping in mind. The other one that people might not realize is a sweep is let's say I pull guard. So I'm and so I manage to pull guard and then we don't have any grips. Obviously I need a grip to pull guard under normal rules. But now I'm sitting on my butt and you're standing up or maybe you're on your knees or whatever it is, but I'm playing guard. It's then your obligation to pass. I'm already playing guard. So if you then, even without me touching you, if you then decide to sit down and then I just stand up, that would be a sweep as well, yeah. right? Because it went from a guarded position from bottom to top. Yeah. Okay, so that's something more for the person on top to understand to not give away silly points. Of course, some competitions, there's no points. It's submission only or whatever, so you don't really have to care about that stuff. Let me just clarify. If the situation was that your opponent, like you, maybe let's just take no gear, whatever, it doesn't really matter, but you, you start the match, they, they, they grab wrist control and they sit down to guard, then you sit down to guard as well to play guard versus guard, and then they stand up, they get two points. No, no, no. So that's different. Okay. Right? So if you both pull guard at the same time, if it's a double guard pull, yeah. right? As in, you know, you've both pulled guard within, I don't know if they have an actual specific number, but I guess- Three seconds maybe? No, no, no. It would be have to be quicker than that for it right. to be considered something that's happened at the same time. Right. Right? But whatever. They, you know, you've- the. In the ref's eyes, you both sat down or pulled guard at the same time. What if you didn't? What if they sat down, you stood up, tried to pass, didn't work, so then you sat down to guard and then they stand up? That's a sweep. Wait, sorry, you confused me. Okay, so- No, no, I got you. So yep. person A sits down. Yep. Then person B sits down. Yes. And then person A stands up. Correct. Yeah, that would be a sweep, right? <laughs> but, if person, that. <laughs> but if person A sits down and then person B sits down, you know, 0.2 seconds yeah, yeah, late. Right. Like so the ref's going to see time. that as happening at the same time. Yeah, got it. It's a double guard pull. Then if someone stands up, it's not a sweep, it's an mm. advantage. Got it. Right? So you're still conceding. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. If person A sits down mm. and then five seconds later, person B sits down mm-hmm. and person A doesn't come up, it's not going to be a sweep. Mm. Like you need to get on top. Yeah, got a sweep, right? Uh, and then while we're talking about sweeps and points, there's also the understanding of consolidating the position. Three seconds is needed to consolidate the position. So if you get swept, right, and you hit the mat, and within three seconds you can get back up, right? They need to sweep you and hold you down, mm-hmm. right? So they can't just trip you over or something and then you stand back up. Or, yeah, yeah, that yeah, wouldn't yeah. be a sweep, right? Yeah. And it's the same with takedowns, guard yep. passes, any Everything. any positional change, it's three seconds of controlling the position to be considered like consolidated and points being awarded. So now we've established what a sweep is, what do we do with them? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so I want to go over some of the the, the basic Good sweeps for anyone, but I'm more sort of targeting white belts who might be a, a, a little lost. And I want to give you a sort of well-rounded set of sweeps that should serve you pretty well until the end of days. Right. So the first one would be a close guard sweep. Close guard is making a comeback, I reckon. Mm. Close guard's making a comeback, I'm calling it now. 
Got it. All, yeah. <laughs> You've heard it here <laughs> first, folks. <laughs> so closed guard, definitely a bit outdated, but it's a very safe position for beginners and, you know, a position that needs to be learned. And I guess to some degree, an open closed guard is making a comeback. You think about like K guard and things like that essentially is a, comes from an open closed guard. But the first sweep would be a, a hip bump sweep. Wouldn't an open closed guard be open guard? No, but you know, I'm yeah, saying- I know, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> throw something at your face right now, Kerry. Because it's like an open closed guard. It's a bit of an oxymoron there. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Move along. So uh, would be a hip bump sweep, right? Why I think that's an important sweep is because it's going to help you understand the posture battle a lot better, right? So opposed to saying something like a scissor sweep, which don't get me wrong, is a great beginner sweep as well. Also a great advanced sweep if you do it um, you know, a bit off topic, but the way I teach it is very different to what people would think of a scissor sweep. You, you, you teach it with a kick. Yes. Yeah, like, so or a push, we'll say a push, right? Yeah, kind of, I guess. Instead it's, of like the, the cutting out from under. So if you understand a scissor sweep, if you don't know what a scissor sweep is at all, you're probably going to have a hard time following this, but a scissor sweep, like you cut in with your with your bottom leg, right? And kick over with your top. But the way you teach it is more of a, a push-pull. More of like a, pu- yeah, like a push into the armpit, I yep. guess. Anyway, it's much more, like it's just a more modern way to do the sweep. Anyway, uh, still a great sweep, but a hip bump sweep is just a really good sweep for you to start understanding the posture battle that happens particularly in closed guard, but even guard as a whole, right? So, you know, you're going to learn the value of if someone has their posture broken, that that's where you're attacking arms and all that sort of stuff. But what do you do when you can't break their posture or if they overcommit their posture backwards? Because you see beginners do that as well. They're taught like, oh, you know, you got a posture if you're in someone's closed guard and they essentially lie back, mm. like fold themselves in half backwards and the dude on the bottom goes, okay, and they just sit up. Right. So a hip bump sweep is a really good way for you to to learn that posture control. And it's also, if executed correctly, takes you straight to mount, which of course is a good position, but it is also just the reverse of of close guard. So a lot of submissions that you're learning as a beginner, like cross collar chokes that work in close guard, work in mount. Yeah, there's executed a little differently, just a few different steps, but you know, it's not, uh, you know, you're not going from one position to a completely, oh, none of this makes a lot of sense, you know? And then, or if you get bridged and rolled from mount, you're going to end up back in close guard. You can try a hip bump again. So it's a good- Keep racking up them points. Yeah, just keep getting six points, six points, six points. It's not six for a sweep. It's, I know you know, but I'm just in case anyone's listening going, you don't get six for a sweep, two for the sweep, four for mount, bitches, 6.6.6 points, right? Uh, So that's a good, safe beginner sweep. And I think it's like a really good, you know, place to start, to start building some understanding of different movements. And when I think about these positions where I'm saying, oh, these are four good sweeps or four, you know, five submissions every white belt needs to know or something like that. I'm more thinking about, it's not even really about the technique as it is what that technique teaches you or the, the skills that it gives you by you learning it. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. It's the concept surrounding the technique. Yeah. So, so when you learn hip pump, 
you're not only learning how to do a sweep from close guard, you're also learning about the posture battle in close guard. Exactly, right. Um, what would you say? <clears throat> do you do a hip bump sweep very often? I I don't. And it, I think that when I first started learning jujitsu, it was one of the sweeps and still really is that I have had a lot of trouble with. Like, I think it's in the execution of it. Every time you teach it, I'm like, you'll see my face. I get that angry looking face, like my <laughs> thinking face. And I'm always like, something mad. I can't okay, do this. Yeah, I'm like, how do I fucking, how do I get this? Right. I obviously I can do it, but it's not one of my go-to sweeps. Yeah. Unfortunately, I wish it was because my body type is good for it. Um, I need, I need to, I need to keep workshopping it really. Where's, where's you go to when you have someone in your clothes car? Flower yeah. sweep. It's a good sweep. Yeah. I remember when I first heard that that was called a flower sweep and in at least where I learned most of my jujitsu in Brazil, everything was just a sweep or a pass or like it was all just none of this tarantula guard bullshit that you sent me yesterday. <laughs> I've ranted before about people making up names. That was early days. That was in the first 10 episodes, I think. Dumb shit. Yeah. Panda guard and all this dumb shit. Yeah. yeah isn't tarantula guard collar just sleeve. Col collar yeah. sleeve with yeah. a foot on the yes. bicep? Yeah, correct. So call it spider guard or collar sleeve. Like yeah. it's- It is. Can, it's collar sleeve with with um foot, hand, like you have foot on the bicep. You, you, you basically have one side in spider guard and collar sleeve the other. Like, yeah, I hate that person. And you sent me it on Instagram. I was like, oh man, you should like exclusively do a se a seminar, seminar on this or something. I was like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the only way that would have been better if it was Panda Guard. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I can't remember. That was Scorpion like a guard. Pan Panda Guard was like just- A variation of Half Guard. Yeah, it was yeah. just like Half Guard with a knee shield or yeah, something. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, so your flower sweep. Yeah, because yeah, when I, I, like I when sweeps. I learned everything, it was just called the most the basic names. I was like, flower sweep. What the hell is a flower sweep? And even to today, there's plenty of positions that I'm like, what do you call this? Yeah. I, I just know it as a arm lock or something. But interestingly enough, in no gi, obviously you can't do a flower sweep. So my go to sweep, if you will, in no gi is wrestling up. It's not even a sweep. Like at Which the moment. You could it's kind of hip bump-ish. It is. It is kind of hip bump-ish. I, I either work my way to a hip bump slash dogfight position or go from open guard, create space, and then try and wrestle up. Essentially just trying to do a technical stand up exactly. and, and get on top. It's effective. It's, yep. it's like so in right now. It's very trendy. It's like so it's in vogue. In vogue. Oh, so in vogue. <laughs> you open up Vogue and it's there. It's, yeah, man. That's, what, a, that's what in a, Vogue comes from, you, right? You get a vogue, vogue magazine, you yeah. open it and it's got it's got Nicky Ryan wrestling up. And yeah. you're like, oh, nice. <laughs> and then it's got like a, a promotion to Power Bottom, Craig Jones. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With him wearing a Buy My DVD rashie yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, only on OnlyFans. Yeah, but I mean, that's, uh, you know, what – when we, I was explaining what a sweep is. Mm. So remember before this, this competition we had a little while back, I was talking about how sometimes like if you need to sweep, like just, just get up, you yep. know, think about doing it. specific training. Yeah, yeah. Think if you were an MMA fighter and you're a striker and you end up on the bottom yep. and you just want to get up, you just get up the person, the, your opponent has, has three options, right? One, hold you down. Two, let you stand up and then the fight's standing again. Or three, let you stand up and push push them over, which would be a sweep, right? Like, mm. so really the third option should never happen, but it does sometimes, mm. right? Mm. Like if you're talking about from close guard and wrestling up, if you will, maybe you've broken their posture and then you manage to essentially do a 
technical stand up and and continue to break their posture. So you kind of stand up and they're in turtle, right? If you can jump on top and I mean, that's a sweep, right? Yep. Another, I, I don't know, it's not really a um, sweep or actually, this is a good question to ask. Is it a sweep if you're in, uh, this is something I do in, well, both gi and no gi, but predominantly in, in no gi, is taking the back from close guard. So breaking the posture, reaching around the back and going out the back door sort of thing. Yeah, no, nah, not a sweep. Yeah, right. But so you'd you get just the, get the points for You'd the get the take. four points for the back take. Yeah, that's good enough. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally twice the points. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not a sweep, but it's good enough. Yeah, good enough. That's a, a that's another go-to. And it's very easy to pull on beginners when they don't understand their posture. When they're like too, that's right, they're and they too don't committed forward. Yeah. They don't understand, get their arm dragged across exactly. their body. Especially, yeah. uh, especially in the gi when you can like stiff arm the sleeve, right? Yeah, right. Yep. Kieran's like, oh, sleeves. Uh, never, oh, sleeves. Never, oh. Stiff arm. Stiff It's because Gee. I know sometimes I tell people like, oh, they do this stiff arm and they don't like lock their arm out. Oh, I'm man, like, come on. Yeah. I feel it's pretty self-explanatory. It's not like a jiu-jitsu term, is it? Stiff arm? No, 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 no. It's a universal term. Yeah. yeah definitely Side note, do you know the word for underhook in Portuguese is the same word that they use for fencing? Like the sport oh, fencing. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. That's interesting. But it just is. Love me an underhook. Yep. But they don't call it an underhook, but yeah. Yeah. As an aside, I've only recently like really learned the power of underhooks. Like I understood, I understood it on paper, right? I was taught underhooks are very important. Whoever has the underhook has the better position in half guard. Whether you're bottom or top, whoever has the underhook is controlling that position. I understood that because you told me that, but it's only until like really recently, last few months, and it was solidified in the recent comp that I did that I really understood the power of the underhook. And if you lose that underhook, you will fucking lose the position. Because yeah, it's a hard, all of, hard work when you lose it. Yeah, in all nearly all my nogi matches that ended up in the that half guard position, I would lose the underhook, and then I would like have to pay the price for it. And yeah, it, it's it sucks. Yeah. Don't know why I brought that up. Underhooks. Underhooks. All right. Sweeps. Next one. So, um, gi specific now. A hip bump works gi, no gi. But mm-hmm. I do want to um, I do want to mention a gi specific sweep, which would be a basic spider guard sweep. All right. And why do I think this is important? So, now I think we've done a close guard sweep. Mm-hmm. Now, well, what about, what, what if your guard's open, but you're your opponent's still on their knees, right? Look at your face. You're like, oh, wow, ooh, that happened. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Knees. I was oh. thinking of my go-to sweep when they're standing in there in my guard and it's like an open style guard. I go yeah, for but them. what if they're on their knees? If they're on their knees, well, my sweep doesn't work. I know, you're screwed. <laughs> you're right. So a, sp- a spider guard sweep. Uh, now I'm well aware that it's gi specific. I'm well aware that a lot of people won't want to play spider guard. Because you know, the more you learn, you'll realize spider guard it's pretty also re- <laughs> doesn't work. Requires you to essentially play lasso guard. Requires a lot of dexterity and mobility with your ankles and knees and hips. But why do I think spider guard's important? Again, the it's not so much the sweep that's important. It's the, it's what that sweep teaches you. It's very similar to when you teach self defense to a beginner. You know, sometimes the movements are a bit might seem a bit silly or they wouldn't work against another jiu-jitsu fighter but you're you're teaching someone fundamental jiu-jitsu movements but, uh, disrupting someone's base and all these sorts of things right so a spider guard sweep 
And what I mean by a basic one is the one that is essentially like a scissor sweep, but for spider guard, you know, you've got both sleeves, Mm -hmm. you hip escape, one foot on the bicep, other leg down to the ground, and you kind of chop out the bottom leg as you extend your spider guard foot into the bicep, pull on the sleeve, come up to mount. Very basic spider guard sweep. But the skills that come with that are what you're learning. Um, you're learning some more importance in terms of grips, right? And and even things we take for granted of how to hold sleeves correctly, right? Like you know, I'll teach beginners that oh no, no, you're not allowed to grab inside the sleeves. You grab outside, and then they grab it really poorly as well. I'm like, no, like Let's grab a look, handful. Yeah, grab it like you're a rock climber. Like mm. like you're you got to hold on, man. Creating you know? that false pocket. Exactly. Like folding. That's second the nature. Over. And like you, you do take that for granted that when you've been training for long enough, you automatically create that you just false do pocket. It. Yeah, exactly. You right. do it instantly. Whereas when you first start you're like, oh I've got to fold it over. I've got to grab the Yeah. Yeah. You got to think about it. So that I mean and it's a basic sweep, <sighs> but when I teach the sweep, there's a lot of details and they'll be brown and uh, so like blue and purple belts who and who <laughs> and brown and black. I mean myself black included, everyone. right? <laughs> that will still miss details or not do it very well. Yeah. So even a basic sweep, there can be a lot of nuances to it. Mm-hmm. But so you're learning grips, you're learning, you know, depends how much detail is explained to you. I in the beginning, this is more of a overall uh, advice for anyone who teaches that you usually can't take in more than three or four different points of detail in any given time, usually the average person. So if you taught a sweep and you gave every single detail, that's going to be too much for that person, right? So as as you see that sweep, you know, you learn it one day and then a few months later or whatever, it comes up again, you're always going to add to it. And you've spoken about this before. Sometimes I'll teach something. Oh yeah, I've seen this before. And then you're like, oh, oh, I forgot about that. Or, oh, I never noticed that detail this time. Or you uh, enable people to ask a follow-up question. Hey, with this specific position, I'm, I'm interrupt, I'm getting interrupted by this or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so anyway, but some of the the details that would be explained throughout the process of learning this sweep over multiple classes is, yeah, you're learning the grips, you're learning the importance of uh, how to correctly put the foot on the bicep, uh, when and when not to extend your legs when you're playing spider guard. You're learning, uh, did I mention like... Uh, you know, the cr- creating the void for them to fall into by hip escaping. You're learning the importance of pulling on the sleeve and how to pull your, how to come up onto your elbow by pulling your elbow back opposed to sitting forward. And there's skills that translate to when you're doing a collar choke from the back and that you, that you uh, pull your elbow back or, yeah. or it's going to also be related to the next sweep I'll mention, which is like, <laughs> Yeah, you know, what if you're wanting to get up off your back and you can't sit up onto your elbow because someone's heavy on you, you pull your elbow back underneath yourself to come up. So a lot of skills that go through to your, you know, more advanced jujitsu techniques that you will learn from doing a basic spider guard sweep, right? So I want to ask the same question I did with the close guard sweep before I go into the next one. What's your go-to sweep when someone's on their knees in open guard? Man, that's a good question. I don't even know. I think. Because it's funny. I did a belt test once for some blue belts and I said sweeps from open guard with your opponent on their knees. And yeah. they were like, uh, like they, yeah. they didn't know any. You're just going to say wrestle up again, aren't you? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's in I vogue. Would. I would. 
Yeah, I, I fucking would though. That's that is my go-to. If there, yeah, let me. I, I I need to think about. It. I'll come back to that before the end of the episode. I need to come back to come back to that. I I can save face. <laughs> it's like six months later. Through the powers of editing, Kieran has come back. <laughs> I, I, I edited in, and it's just me. Like <laughs> I'm wearing different clothes. I've got a, be- a full beard, long hair. It's like oh, this is it. Um, no, I will save some face and say my go-to sweep when they're standing up because I think that's where you're going next. No, that's, but I will get there. Okay, well. Save it. I'll save it. All right. So next one, right? We will go there, right? But I want to stay with the opponent. Actually, I think I think it is a scissor sweep or a Yeah, which is essentially like- The same a, thing. Yeah, but I mean, scissor sweep is often taught as a closed guard sweep. Yeah. But it's, I mean- but it's more, I, I don't do it as like a scissor, scissor sweep. I like kick out their bottom leg. Yeah, like instead a variation of like, of it, yeah, yeah, it's a variation. Instead of like chopping at the leg when they're yeah. on their knees, I just push out, like literally yeah. kick their knee out and throw my my other foot up into their armpit and pull them over like just that. Just fucking muscle it, bro. That's pretty much it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like, or I kick them out and pull them forward and take the back. Yeah. Not really sweep, but fuck it. But I mean, it's, um, yeah, it's like a... Yeah, scissor sweep is a is a closed guard sweep, but also a opponent on your knees with yeah, your guard open definitely. sweep. So the next one I just want to stay with the opponent being on their knees would be a basic half guard sweep. Okay. So super basic, essentially getting the underhook and mm-hmm. coming up to the back, which sometimes you get the back, but more often than not, they square up and, yep. and you get the sweep. Why is this a fundamental basic beginner sweep? Well, because think about what you're learning with this sweep. Firstly, you're learning the power of the underhook. which Cannot be understated. Right, which Kieran has recently learned. Yes. So you're learning the importance of an underhook. You're learning not to get cross-faced. You're learning that you don't want to be flat on your back. Yes. There are very few half guards or even positions. Nah, sometimes you like it more deep open half, guard. That's the only yeah, thing deep I'm half would kind of be the only half guard or way to sweep, which is a variation of deep half guard, as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned, is where you'd yep. want to be flat on your back. Yep. In open guard positions, there's times you'll be flat on your back, right? Mm-hmm. So like X guard, right? You're flat on your back. A Della Heaver, you can often be flat. But half guard, you typically want to be on your side. So you're learning the power of the underhook. You're learning not to get cross face. You're learning to be on your side. You're learning even which side to be on. So again, another thing we take for granted as beginners, right? <laughs> If you're passing to my left, right, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to be lying on my left side yes. to face you. But you, man, you get beginners and you'll say, all right, lie on your side and they turn the other way. Give and it back. I, yeah, and I mean, we, we look at that and you go, that's the dumbest thing. But and I mean, we do. take it for granted. We take for granted 100%. a lot of these things that are just so obvious. They're only obvious because we've done it multiple times, right? Yep. I don't know. We maybe made that same mistake in when we were white belts. I don't remember, but you know, I'm sure we made lots of mistakes and asked lots of stupid questions that you'd only make it a couple times. Yeah, I'm sure I yeah. did things or asked things to Fabio that he was like, "This dude's a fucking moron." Yeah. Like, I'm sure. Right, just the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spoke to him last week, and he He's was like, "Hey, like, Fabio, <laughs> for fuck's sake." <laughs> um, so those. You know, and then, like I said, the same skill you learn from the spider guard sweep, like that coming up onto your elbow mm. by pulling your elbow back under, essentially turning to your belly 
kind of before coming up onto your elbow. Because yeah. otherwise, if you're lying on your arm and you want to get up onto the elbow, you've got to sit forward. And if someone's heavy on you, that can be really be difficult. To, yeah. It's whereas your, if you, your core versus their fucking upper body. Yeah. Whereas if you pull that elbow back, like you're doing a lat row, yeah. you can then kind of roll onto your shoulder and then come up. And yeah, you've created a frame for yourself to support your body. Yeah. And then on top of that, you'll like I said, most of the time your opponent will square up, but your um you know, that you could take their back. So not only are you learning a sweep, you're learning potentially a back take as well. And then it's going to have trickle-down effect. You're going to learn like what a whizzer is probably by default. Yes, you will. will start putting in a whizzer. You're probably also going to learn what a dust choke is because yep. you'll get dust choke. That. So how to I defend mean, a dust choke. Yeah, and it's just- uh, How to stuff a sleeping bag. Yeah, that's what I talk about with dust chokes, isn't it? I can, yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, I'm talking about like breaking the posture for dust chokes. Yeah, and if and you I, can't, if you're in that position and you're struggling to connect your, if you don't know what a dust choke is, you're going to be lost here. So just bear with it. But like, if you're struggling to connect your hand to your bicep in a dust choke, grab the back of the head, stuff it like a sleeping bag, jam it, yeah. and then and then pin the back of the head with your tricep. Then grab your then bicep. Then grab your bicep yeah. and then you create the space. As yes. long as you don't have T-Rex arms. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen one of my favorite shirts for uh, anyone who has done or does CrossFit, they would know what wall ball is. Mm. A punishing exercise. It actually sucks quite it's like, hard. It's like a squat and then a throw of a medicine ball onto the wall. Yeah. Like, and it's called wall ball because you just do it again. You don't technically don't need a wall, yeah. but you're like, you're doing a squat and then you throw the medicine ball up in the air and then catch it and then do the squat. You just do it against a wall. So you- it Bounces you back to you. Yeah. So you don't have to perfectly vertically yeah. throw this, um, <laughs> this ball up. And there's a really funny t-shirt of like a T-Rex and he's leaning his head against a wall and he's dropped the medicine ball and he can't pick it up. And it oh, says no. T-Rex hates wall ball. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's quite funny. Um, yeah. So uh, I mean, a lot of skills and uh, can be learned from something as simple as that very basic half guard sweep. You, you know what else you can do with that half guard sweep? You can fucking wrestle up, bro. Yeah, bro. You can you wrestle can. up. Dogfight position. Let's go. So, yeah, I feel like that would be your answer to my question of what's your half that guard. Is, that is my absolute go-to half guard sweep yeah. every single time. Yeah. yeah. I always fight for that underhook. And even if, like you said, even if we don't get the sweep or we don't get the back take, we end up in dogfight. And I love being in dogfight. That's it. And then if, if anything, we just separate. We're back to standing, which is great. Because at the moment, my no-gi is definitely moving toward more wrestling. That's where I want to be anyway. Bit upset you haven't asked me what my go-tos are, but man, I don't care. Adam, what is your go-to? Uh, don't worry about it. Just, sweep. Just, tell just, the audience. I'll just catch you with it at training later. Don't worry about you it. You catch me with fucking any sweep, mate. It <laughs> doesn't Actually, need to be your go-to. We, we had a good roll last night. Like you brought you brought the heat. Long time, long time listeners. That sounds so cringe to say, but people, nah, man, our, our OGs, OG our fans. OG listeners. You know, uh, homeboys would know like that. I say to my students, "No, train with me normally. Like, mm. like bring it." And we, you and I had a, <laughs> had a tough roll, and then like I jumped on an armbar, and as I like fell to the side, I went whack and hit my head into the wall. Yeah, but there I didn't was realize, like yeah. there was like a minute left or thirty seconds left or something, so I was committed. But then like I. F I fell off and then you were essentially coming up to side control. Yeah. But I was like folded in half yeah. up against the wall. <laughs> and, and it was a part of the gym where the wall like went round a corner. Yeah. So it was like our bodies were on one corner and my head was like round the <laughs> yeah. other side. I but look I, up and your head is on an angle <laughs> with the corner jutting into your neck. 
<laughs> but I could see the clock. And by that stage, there was like 10 seconds left, 20 seconds left. So it was like, if we stopped because of the wall, the it roll was a, done. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, just kept trying to crank it. And yeah. I, I mean, I didn't get it. Yeah. Um, whether that was because of the wall or not, I don't know. But like, I was just like smashed into the wall and then folded in half. I was like, God damn it. And yeah. you were just coming at me so hard. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> once I saw where you were, I was like, oh, fuck, sorry. Yeah, no, no, it was fine. I mean, I, if it, like I'd actually, I hit the wall really hard with mm. my head and more, more like the way I hit it, would have been worse for my neck, but actually it didn't hurt at all. Like mm. when I hit it, I was like, oh God, mm. like as if it was gonna be like super jarring to my neck. Cause yeah. I hit like the, the side of my head, but it was actually fine, eh? Like I've been hurt from lesser impacts than yeah. that. So it was, it was actually all good. If it, good. if it was bad, I would have stopped. Uh, yeah, no, so fuck you, not telling you my go-tos. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to hear my go, another one of my go-tos? From half guard, you got no, more than one. No, for standing. Oh, but I haven't told you what. Oh, right, well, you got to tell me what your thing is and then yeah. I tell you. Well, it's mine. not my go-to, it's just my advice. I thought these were your four to go-to sweeps though. No, these are my four, the only sweeps I know. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> oh, so then, yeah, so then the last position for a, a beginner need to know go-to position, yeah, is when your opponent's standing, right? And, and open guard standing. I don't mean they've stood up in your closed guard, which again is another, you could learn a basic sweep from there. Uh, but yes. I'm more thinking they're standing open guard. And it's just a basic tripod sweep. Is that going to be yeah, your go-to? That was yeah. mine. And that's why you wanted to go, yeah, you wanted to get in first. Yeah, I got to save some face, bro. Yeah, because if I said, oh, my go-to is tripod sweep, you'd be like, oh, so is mine. Yeah, it would have looked like I was <laughs> stealing content but from the blue now it looks like belt. I'm stealing content from you. You are. Yeah, well, yeah technically. Taught you everything you know. No, that, is true. that is true. You, you learn my stuff from instructionals. Yes. And come <laughs> in and then you come in early, teach me, and then yeah, I teach class. Exactly. Right. Yeah, but my uh, go-to is always tripod. Yeah, it's a tripod sweep, you know. It's good. I've, I think, in my opinion, open guard against a standing opponent. I just consider like Delaheva as the central hub for open guard, and so a tripod sweep is a good introduction to that. Uh, again, you're learning multiple things. You're learning, um, you know, uh, holding onto an ankle to put in a Delaheva hook. You're, like you're learning what to do when someone's standing. Oh my god, they didn't give me both feet. I can't grab both ankles and kick them over backwards. Oh no, because they're going to stagger their stance. So what do you do there? Okay, well, that's what a Delaheva hook is, holding the ankle so they can't just run away and freely knee cut and these sort of things. Oh, this other foot can go on the hip to to control distance and you know, and then that can go into a tripod sweep, mm. right? So it's not only are you then learning some fundamental movements and controls and point of contact for open guard, but you're also learning that very cliche uh, exposure of someone's base that you're taught when like they, they talk about it a lot in judo, like they kind of like map it out, like, you know, like, a, like the name suggests a tripod sweep. If you think of your opponent as a tripod, but then you can like cut out one of the legs, you know, or mm, think about it as a, fall. yeah, right. Mm. It's like a, a, a stool that's, you know, got three legs and you can chop off one of the legs. Obviously it would then fall over. So that's kind of essentially what you're doing with a tripod sweep. So, you know, it's also a great sweep to learn the importance of getting the hell on top and consolidating. It's a very easy sweep for beginners to do. And the other person falls on their butt and just gets back up. Yep. So, uh, 
chasing up the position. Yeah, yeah right. Mistake. Or when I teach it, I always say once gravity is taken over and you no longer need to be pushing them because they're already falling, like you should already be getting up. Mm-hmm. When I do a tripod sweep, by the time your butt hits the mat, I'm usually standing already, mm-hmm. right? And that's how, you know, that's how it should be done. So a tripod sweep is a great basic sweep for you to start understanding some open guard because open guard against a standing opponent is 100% where beginners are like completely lost, right? They don't understand what to do with their legs and their hands, you know? So a, a tripod sweep is a great focused, targeted way for you to start feeling more comfortable there. And more importantly, like I said, it's not so much about the sweep, it's the tools that come with it. If you already know what a tripod sweep is, you already then know what De La Hiva is. So then when I want to teach you sit-up guard, shin-to-shin, baby bolo to the back, all those things, you know, like or then I want to teach you collar sleeve or tarantula guard yep. or, you know. They all come from that or, De La yeah, position. Yeah, spider guard against a standing opponent, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then you've also already learned spider guard uh, sweep with the opponent on their knees so you understand like all those grips so though just those four sweeps they give you one sweep for the four main positions as in close guard uh open guard opponent on their knees open guard opponent standing and half, half guard. guard obviously yeah. it's way more dynamic than that there's all reverse de la Hiva, x guard deep half guard all these other guards right i do like the x guards the the x guard sweep that is another personal favorite of mine the one just the one. There's only one. There's only one. Come yeah. on. Which one? Which X? Which X guard sweep? Uh, the the one. The oh, one. that one. Yes, <laughs> that's a good. The one where you get the. Well, you don't necessarily have to have the the um the leg up over your shoulder, but the the simple technical stand up variation. Oh, where yeah. you end up with the leg over oh, your yeah. shoulder. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do yeah. want that on your shoulder. You can do it with the footlock grip. And shuck it up as you go. No, yeah. well, you can even do it with the footlock grip, but it's just way harder because you oh, don't right. have the you don't have the structure of your torso yeah. holding up their leg. And, like and it then has to be your arm, which right. is all like- Normally when I when I go for the sweep with it under on my bicep- you I can't then sh- get up. Yeah, or, or I shuck it over. But how do you go from here to shucking it in the-, in the that's, a good, that's a good fucking point. I have to You, you can go from here, that. Yeah, you <laughs> can be in X guard with it in the foot lock, change it to X guard over the shoulder and then do it. No, I think you can't I, really be halfway through the sweep. I think I stand, up. I stand up with them and then once I'm standing, if for whatever reason, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I could be talking out my ass here, very possible, but I'm pretty sure I have been able to do that sweep with it down, down the bottom. And then once I'm standing, then shuck it up to my shoulder to finish the sweep and get them over. Why can't you just finish it already there? I find it easier to throw it up. It's kind of like when I enter into a, a single leg or and an I'm ankle having pick or, or something an ankle and pick and I'm it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I have enough. a hard time finishing that, like running the pipe. I'm not yeah. very good at it. Yeah, fair enough. I uh, I, yeah. I'm probably talking about ass. No, no, I get where you're coming from. But yeah, like that, that would be... I would think of that as separate to the sweep. That's yeah. more finishing a single leg or an ankle pick or whatever. Yeah, definitely. The like the initial getting up mm. is hard to do when you're on the footlock grip, but yeah, it obviously mm. is possible mm. as you've seen. But yeah, typically it's done with it over the shoulder. But I, but I often do it easier. with the ankle position as well. It's just yeah. a bit harder. But I wouldn't. I, I'm yeah. I I don't think that would be in your four top sweeps because it requires a very like not niche guard, but like specific guard. Yeah, like yeah, it's. Well, it's, it requires multiple different techniques mm. for
for you to even be able to get to X guard, mm -hmm. right? Like, I don't mean like multiple techniques together. I mean, as in there's multiple ways to even get to X guard. Mm -hmm. It's not like close guard. You don't really need a technique to get there, right? I mean, you do, but you don't like, I mean, yeah, how do no, you yeah, get to yeah. close guard from side control? Okay, well, that's a technique. You yes, need escape to escape side control. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like close guard can just organically happen from getting taken down. Exactly. Uh, half guard yeah. organically happens from them passing you. Yeah. Uh, you know, open guard with them on your knees. Again, maybe you got taken down. You know, maybe you they tripped you. There's open guard with them standing. And yep. so all those four positions I mentioned, mentioned happened organically. Uh, and naturally, but yeah, something like reverse Stella Heaver takes more of a conscious effort to go there and requires the opponent on top to engage. Deep half guard, you again need to do a technique to get there. Same with X guard and, you know, <laughs> panda guard and <laughs> whatever else. I will say I'm probably not in a qualified position to make these statements, but one common mistake I see with a particular sweep, the, the lumberjack sweep, you're holding both the ankles and like you're essentially just tipping them over. Yeah. Say for this this position arises most. Someone commonly. else called it. I heard it like called the dum dum sweep or dum the, dum idiot, sweep. the ah. idiot sweep or something I like that. Because it is like when it if you ever get swept like that, you're like fuck. Yeah, like, that's pretty silly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. So someone tried to do this to me in the comp in the no gear comp most recent comp that we've spoken about a few times, mm. and they again made this very common mistake that I see all the time. Um, which is when, like, say for example, you're in, you're in close guard, your opponent stands up, you have both their ankles. A lot of people try to tip over like that, but what you want to do, correct me if I'm wrong, but open your guard and then close it lower down on their like knees. And then if you close their knees together, then that well, will that's trip a them. That's a different sweep again. Well, there you go. Right? So yes, you're cor correct, but that's a different sweep. That's I didn't not know the that. lumberjack sweep. Uh, so that's, I actually don't know what that's called. Like in English, I don't know what it's called. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a different one, right? Yeah, you need Where you drop your hips down. That's right. If yeah. you're doing the lumberjack sweep, the incorrect way is holding the ankles and then like lifting your hip like you're doing a bridge. Yeah. That's not what you want to do. Like you want to drop your hip, so essentially yes. open your gut and then do a hamstring curl. So so you're you're yes. you kind of do this little like curl so you push their hip down mm. opposed to backwards. Yeah. Right? But yeah, the one where you open your closed guard drop it and then wrap it and close it again around their knees. That's different. That's altogether. a different sweep. Yeah. I kind of call, I call colloquially call that sweep like a timber sweep because it's kind of like when you do it, you typically have both sleeves mm. and then you've like pinched oh, this sleeves, person's right? leg, oh, leg together. Yeah, yeah, and they're right. kind of like, well, when like you kind of, when I teach it in kids class anyway, then you the tip timber. them over. I'm kind of like timber. Cause the person's like, <laughs> right? I think I've seen, I'm, I'm, I hope I don't, uh, Bring this to the wrong person. I know lots of people have done it, but I'm pretty sure I've s recently saw a video of uh, Leandro Lowe doing that. He he does it really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And he closes, locks his legs around the knees, yeah. and that's where I saw that variation. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't yeah, know that. So was it's an not option. a lumberjack sweep; it's no. a different sweep. But yeah, you're right. correct. Leandro Lowe is. Um, I don't know if he's if you'd say he's well known for. I mean, I guess like I've he's done it, it on enough. His highlights, yeah, yeah. yeah like he's he's sense. really good at it. Yeah, yeah. cool. But anyway, with the variation that I'm advocating for in in this sort of little fucking tangent is you can still go for the the whole. Well, obviously, you pointed out it's not a lumberjack sweep, sweep, but that position you just have to drop your hips down a bit lower. Yeah, just got to get I that. Got to get the the point of force a little bit lower, and that will be the tipping point. You'll be able to 
drop them. Yeah. And, you know, while we're on lumberjack sweeps, you know, I would say that's also an important beginner sweep to learn, mm. but it's not so why it I didn't. To you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. The reason I didn't include it is because for me, the four that I chose, again, bit of a broken record, but the four that I chose were because of the, the skills and attributes that that sweep will give you opposed to the sweep itself. The lumberjack sweep, yeah, you learn a bit about like dropping your hip and pushing someone's hip down opposed to backwards and stuff like that. But really a lumberjack sweep or a dum-dum sweep or whatever you want to call it, you're more learning what not to do when yeah. you're the person on top. Yeah. And that's often the case. You do often learn techniques where you learn it, but you'll never actually do it because you and every everyone and their mum has also learnt it. So lumberjack sweeps happen sometimes, but not very often because once you know it exists, you're like, oh, that's why I stagger my stance. Because yeah. otherwise they'll grab both. Oh, that's why when I stand up in the closed guard, I hold the sleeve. So they can't grab both ankles. So it's more, yes, it's a valuable sweep, but I would more almost teach that as a, this is to make your passing better opposed to your guard. Yeah, if you know totally, what I mean. totally, totally. Particularly when you fuck it up, you can get your guard pass very easily, which is what happened to the poor old mate that, that versed me. Um, tried the lumberjack sweep. He didn't drop his hips. I didn't go down. Um, I was able to maintain my base and I just went straight under, double un um, double under pass, straight to, to side control and to mount. And then what'd you say to him? I said, unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you're mid-roll and you're like, unlucky, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunate. Yeah, no, yeah. don't be a trash talker mid-match. That's not cool. Yeah. Yeah, one guy, like, that, that's that been happening to me a lot more recently. I mean, I've been talking to my opponent, but only if, like, I accidentally slap them or I poke them or fucking kick their yeah. shit or something. I'm like, sorry, bro. You know, the, yeah, yeah, I'm doing yeah, that, yeah. Uh, but I'm not like, oh, sucked in. But one guy, when I um, passed him in my first game match, he was just like, oh, fuck. You know, like, see, like, yeah, yeah. you don't want to be doing that yeah. either. Because, yeah, anyway. Bro, it's so funny when we rolled... Um last week and i got you in that butcher shop choke the the the, the one the nogi one with the knee oh, onto. Yeah. so i'm not going to bother explaining it it's essentially a knee to the neck but um oh, it's man, by a guy neil mandelson i think his name is if you put into youtube butcher shop choke uh you, you'll find it <laughs> man i I got that choke on you and you ate it for like Ages. 20, 30 seconds. Yeah. You ate it for long enough that I wasn't sure if I was going to get the tap, but then I really wanted it. And the second you tap, cause it's such like an asshole joke. Yeah. But I, but I really wanted it. Yeah. Like I was like, as soon as you tapped, I was like, bro, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So, and, and you're like, it's fine. I'm like, man, I'm really sorry. I just really wanted that. And yeah. You're like, Dude, it's fine. It's fine. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Bro. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Like it was, it was so fucked. I didn't expect it. You know, it's kind of, if at the time, the reason I didn't tap for so long is in my mind, it was kind of like tapping to pressure. I'm like, yeah. fuck, I can't tap to pressure. I can't tap, but it, it wasn't pressure. It was like legit. Yeah. And I just could not, I don't know what it was, but you have to show me that position from the other side. Um, Cause I just could not get rid of your knee. I couldn't yeah, get rid of had it. Had I not shown you that choke? Or? No, no, I don't think oh, so. Okay. I, I just could not get rid of the knee. And um, it was so frustrating because it felt like, you know, if it was knee on belly. Eventually you can just slip. Yeah, the knee, yeah. Right? Or you should be able this to. This one was right in the neck. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. rough. But yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's one of those, you'll get it once sort of choke. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully. I mean, or like I'll get it 
twice, but that second, that enough time needs to pass that you've forgotten about it. Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. Like it's one of those ones if we rolled today that I'd be hard pressed to get it because you would like know it's coming. You'd mm. do everything to avoid it. You know, it's a that's <laughs> such a funny thing about jujitsu, particularly when you're like you know early days in your still like a junior student like myself is for example yesterday you showed a half guard pass that i used to do all the time after you first taught it i was gonna mention that like the the shoulder pressure one um not not that one the the variation put your shin in where you put your shin in when they don't like i use the shoulder pressure one all it i love it yeah because i was teaching yeah like this is something most people i would argue do shoulder pressure or cross face pressure incorrectly Mm -hmm. I like to think I do it very, very well. Like mm-hmm. I often, like when I meet new people, they'll be like, oh yeah, that's that classic alliance pressure or that front yeah. of your pressure or whatever. Yeah. And I was teaching it and I could tell that you were copping a lot. And I like stopped and I was like, you're right. Yeah. You're going out and you're like, you yeah, know, I'm good. And everyone had a chuckle. And then anyway, kept teaching it. And then afterwards you were like, that was pretty close. <laughs> I didn't realize how close it was. When you stopped- I was like, I knew I could- I When you stopped close. and asked me if I was all right, I was like, what the fuck's happening? Like yeah. I had that little could, moment of I, like, yeah, hang on a minute, I what's could, going on? Like, did I, I go out? And but you saved like, face right? pretty well. Like, yeah, no, I'm good. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay. And then yeah. after I love it, bro, it's pretty close. Because <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to open my fucking car. Yeah, <laughs> so I know. To, to give an example, um, I, was, I was the demo student and- um, Adam was like driving all his weight, like in a tripod through his shoulder into my neck to demonstrate how to pass someone's close guard with, uh, sorry, half guard with pressure. And I forgot to open my fucking guard. And then, (laughs) so it ended up being like, just copying like 10 seconds of this like hectic pressure. And the ads had to stop and be like, hang on a sec, you all right? I'm like, yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah, because I've taught that before. Like I've been teaching it before and I've had people go out yeah, and I right. mean, it's yeah, their, yeah, mis- yeah. their mistake. Because they, really, they, they, they fucked they, up. They, they forgot to yeah, open. They didn't open their Yeah. Because you'll do something like, okay, I'm going to put pressure until they open their half guard. Yeah. And then they don't open it and you're then like, they pass on, out. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. bro, you're supposed to open your half guard. <laughs> and that's how you get your, your sub. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah it's it, yeah. so dumb. But I mean, yeah, I learned pretty quick. I also almost put put Ross out, one of the, the other blue belts, when we were doing the specific training because mm. we got to that same position. And I just dug in and I, and he was fighting it, but then I, I, he was super close to going out. I could tell he didn't, but I could, yeah. cause I was watching his legs and they didn't go floppy, but they went very lethargic. Yeah, and yeah. then when I passed and I let go and he was like, that's the closest I've come. And I said mm. to him, if that were an actual role, when your legs went with lethargic, I wouldn't have passed mm. to take the pass. You I would have kept it. the pressure and either forced you to spend everything to not pass out or you would have passed out, mm. right? But yeah, yeah, luckily you didn't because it's just training. But the, the the shit part about that is whenever we are rolling and you do that pass on me, I know that when I open- I'm not gonna it's let not, it. It's I'm not gonna, gonna, gonna stop. <laughs> like opening my, opening my half guard isn't a solution to the problem. Because even if you get to side control, that pressure, your your shoulder's in the right spot, you're gonna keep it going. Yeah. It just gets worse. But yeah, no, it, do, it does get a little bit worse, but not. But at the same time it doesn't because the why doesn't it work as a submission? Like essentially it's a von flute choke, mm. but without the arm trapped, yeah. right? The reason a von flute choke works is because the arm's, the arm's trapped, trapped yeah. you can't do anything to get rid of the shoulder. Mm. The reason it forces the half guard to open is because staying in half guard restricts your ability to move because yeah. you're wanting to keep my leg so you can't get rid of the shoulder. Once we go to side control, the pressure's still there but you're able to move your hips way more, which yep. will relieve the shoulder pressure. Mm-hmm. However, 
It's not like a basic hip escape will do it. It'll cost you a lot. But that's why it won't work as a submission. So yeah, like what you're saying is true. The pressure's not going to go away when you open your half guard. It's just then going to allow you to, to spend a lot mm. of energy and do the work to get rid of it. Yeah. At the end of the day, like the, the, <laughs> At the end of the day, is, it fucking it sucks. It fucking sucks. Like it sucks a lot. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always describe it as the pressure needs to be significant enough. Like when I do it in a role mm. against a, whether it's an equally skilled partner or just someone who's super tough and you know, mm. they just not, they don't want to budge an inch. The pressure is significant enough that it hurts my shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and that's my shoulder going into a spongy neck yep. and it hurts my shoulder. That's how much I'm driving through my shoulder. Yeah. And you don't and want it on needed. their face as well. Like for just cause we can't, we kind of have to do due diligence here and explain it to people now is like your your shoulder isn't on, it's not a cross face. No. And it's the way you set it up and the way you teach it is you get your shoulder low on to, onto their chest and then drive up from there, like with the full contact on their chest all the way up and then you'll slot right into the neck. Yeah. That's yeah. where your pressure needs to be. If anyone's unsure, send through the question. Yeah. All right. Ask a black belt's coming up. We could do a video on it, whatever. Absolutely. Um, how do we, how do we submit questions for ask a black belt? I think we take them via audio format. Audio. Yeah. A U D I O. There's an, there's a U in there. Audio. 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 It's first audio. link in our link tree. What's a link tree. It's in our bio on Instagram. What's Instagram. It's this toxic social media platform. And what is our toxic <laughs> social media platform handle at? Beyond Jiu-Jitsu underscore podcast. Underscore podcast. Is it? Yes. Yeah, because you fucked up. And like- <laughs> yeah, we own, I've, I've explained this before, but we own uh, at Beyond Jiu-Jitsu on Instagram. It's that the, the account is now dead because I fucked up the, the account creation. So it's like a frozen name. Yeah. Unfortunately. So I had to take underscore Are podcast. Sure? <laughs> yeah, it'll do. Don't ask me how it happened. Yeah, so no submit idea. your questions. Episode 80 is the next Q&A. Ask a black belt. Mm-hmm. You, I think if you submit it by the time listening to this, you should make it just in time. You'll make it just in time before, by like three before days. Before we record. Yep. So get and if, on if it. If you don't, we'll answer it in the next one. Yep. We save them all. We don't delete them. Yep. We do it every 10 episodes, so mm-hmm. 80, 90. Episode 100 is coming up. Been asking for people to send through sort of, uh, well, I'm going to actually ask lots of stuff now. Audio questions, send through what you want the buttons to be programmed as <laughs> and send through what dumb shit you want us to do on episode 100. We have had some- uh, Pants off, done. <laughs> We've had some suggestions. Nipple tassels, all right. <laughs> We've already way ahead of We're you. Already wearing them. Nipple piercing? Maybe. <laughs> uh, we've had some uh, comments on YouTube. People recommending stuff for episode 100. The, the, the uh, recommendations so far have been like uh, gym tours, have been other other different like change of scenery and other um, suggestions. So keep them coming and yeah. We'll pick our favorite. Sounds good. Until then. See ya.